Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside Braxton, the babysitter, Taylor. What? <laughs> I can't believe it. Dream yeah, come so, true. <laughs> so, uh, uh, first of all, I hope everyone had a, a great, happy Thanksgiving. I yes. hope it was uh, full of turkey and gravy, mashed potatoes. And for those who don't stuffing. celebrate it or live maybe in a country that doesn't really celebrate it, yeah. you missed out. So. You, missed, <laughs> you totally missed out. That's, that's really yeah. sucks for you. Yeah. No, um, if you can't tell, I'm hungry. Uh, I am. I'm yeah, at, me yeah. too. We're going to eat after this. But, Yay. Uh, so... Here's here's what I uh, want to start. Oh, go oh, ahead. I was no, say, go ahead. Let us not forget. This is episode ninety. Whoa! So that's we're really cool. finally broken out of the eighties. That's really cool. We are nearing ever closer to episode one hundred. Yes, that's a, that's a big marker. You know? It is. It so, is. Anyway. We, are, we are really cool. I, I de- <laughs> oh, you were so cool. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wanted to point that out, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. So it's been a couple victories. weeks. It's been a couple weeks since uh, Jedi Eternal. Andor yep. has finished up since Andor. the last time that that we did this. Two yeah. episodes came out since we did this, um, and so you know we, we just we're gonna <laughs> we failed all of you. I'm sorry, uh, but hey, we've been super busy. It is true. Uh, it is true. You know, I was out of town during Thanksgiving. <sighs> yeah, I called Braxton uh, the babysitter because mm. I had him come to my house. And watch my dogs while we were gone. The dogs, uh, which was very appreciative of that. Very incredibly appreciative of that wow. because so appreciate. No, yeah, no, I'm not even <laughs> kidding. Because if it hadn't been for you, like I don't even know what we would have done. So, wow. Uh, so I just re- I just realized um, I just dangled so much over your guys' head, and I didn't even know. <laughs> just kidding. No, I was more than held, happy. You to held do. all the power. I and held then, the power. <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was more than happy to do it. Of course. So, but anyway, we had a, uh, a, a good couple of weeks, but we're happy to be back. Thrilled yes, to be back. Yes. Talking some Star Wars with all of you as we head ever closer to the holidays with Christmas yes. right around the corner, New yeah. Year's, all those good things. And then we'll be jumping right into the Bad Batch, which Ooh. happens yes. just right after New Year's. Yes. Just a couple days after, actually. And we'll be so. talking about that shortly. Yes, we so. will. So we're going to go ahead and dive start diving in, but I do want to thank everybody uh, for joining us, but especially our uh, Patreon producers. Ooh. And so we want to mention our Patreon producers. And if you uh, maybe don't understand what that is, our Patreon producers are those who go and subscribe to our Patreon for $5 a month. That gets you access to uh, exclusive um, episodes called And Other Stuff. We have uh, multiple episodes up of that, so that's a lot of content you can go and listen to there. But also you get early access to our uh, our episodes of Jedi Eternal. You get them usually a day to two days early. And on top of that, we have a new exclusive thing to our patrons. I don't think I've actually talked to you about this yet, Braxton. <laughs> you haven't talked I to haven't your even, co-host I, I, about yeah, it. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, I haven't even talked to you about this, <laughs> but uh, we have a new perk for our Patreon members, Ooh. and that is you get no ads. Yes, that's right. If you do not oh, listen to us on Patreon, you will start hearing ads 
within our uh, within our podcast. So it is you, unfortunately a, a step of growth for us. Yes, it's a uh, step of growth. If you hate ads, then you it's a good time to go ahead and, and put that five dollars down and get your Patreon access. But we want to thank our Patreon producers. This is also another perk you get a shout out on our episodes. So we want to thank uh, Promise Jenna. Jay Camdar, Alex Mason, Grace and David Gill, and my wonderful wife, Tara Bolin. Yay. So, uh, paying pay, uh, myself Paying into your own into system my own here. Thing here that, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's sweet that she did that, so it's very kind of her. Um, so, anyways, we uh, thank you all so much. It really does mean a lot. And, uh, you know, as we head into the new year, uh, as most of you know, at least most of our uh you know, consistent uh, listeners, you guys know that January is always a big time for us because right, that does right. strike another year in yes. the books. And so, one of the books, baby. Uh, this January will be Jedi Eternal 3.0. Mm. Three years of Jedi Eternal. Yeah, Isn't that, that insane? Is, that is wild to think. That yeah. is very wild to think. Three years. But also, you know, to, to follow up on that, as you know, right, every time we have a new point O, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, we try to add new things. We try to mix mm-hmm. it up. We try to do last year, uh, we, some of the things we did was a, a Let's Play. We mm-hmm. did a Patreon, different things like that. And uh, we have a few different ideas in the books here, um, you know, and we have some things that we wanted to do to add to what we already have. Um, right. uh, also, you know, again, we'd be remiss to say if you guys have any suggestions like hey you know what i would really like to see this from you guys we would actually love we to hear love suggestions <laughs> we would love to we hear would love that yeah if, if you have a thing that's saying hey you know if they did this then i would pay the five dollars yeah. we would like to hear what that is well, now if, if it's you, something crazy then yeah, you know, well, i'm gonna do it but yeah, if it's i'm not giving it none of you a massage okay no <laughs> foot massages nothing like that okay no but uh, like really if you guys have maybe subscribed to another patreon for other you know people for whatever maybe you're like hey you know what i've seen this on other ones let us you know let us know what thoughts you have um of course that's up to us to to get thoughts and things to provide to you guys but like i said if you have anything that's kind of outstanding you're like you know what this would be really cool to see let us know and we'll absolutely uh think about it and try to add it to what we have yes for sure but for now let's go ahead and jump into the news the news so our first story of the day is the bad batch season two releases new trailer and poster one month mm. ahead of release, as well as episode titles have been revealed. So, uh, I do want to start <laughs> off by saying that this trailer that was released, you, mm. can, you know, if you haven't seen it, go ahead, check it out. You can even pause this real quick, go check it out on YouTube. Yes. And then come back and listen to us. But um, we, so here's what I want to say first off about this is that I seen this trailer. This is the trailer they mm. showed at Celebration, actually. So, thinking about it, it's kind of crazy that, like, what I saw at Celebration, they're just now showing. Just now. Everyone else is saying, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of insane. So special, you know. Um, <laughs> is my dog in here? Or was yeah, that she's just, just okay. sitting by the door. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, that, uh, so no surprises here for me, but however, you did watch it, so I just want to kind of hand it over to you, and what, what did you think about this? About yeah, this so, you know... Um, there's obviously not a ton in there in terms of like what we can pull. We do see uh, some. Uh, well, let me say first, we do see all of our same familiar characters that we have uh, have seen, of course. Um, and then secondarily, though, we do see a few new faces that we're excited about, um, and we're going to get more into that. Mm-hmm. But one thing, the, ma- the the major thing that I felt was that yes, it's still going to be whimsical. Yes, it's still going to be bad bash. But what I felt is that 
this is going to lean itself maybe a little to a more serious tone um, and perhaps even like a greater storytelling tone. Um, the trailer does seem to to kind of go that Right, and we don't right? know for sure, but that's right. how the trailer kind of leans itself to. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that was my biggest complaint about Bad Batch Season 1 is just like it was just so silly. It was so over the top, you know, and it just didn't feel like serious whatsoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, a, it's an animated show and it's more marketed towards kids. So we, I get that. But there still has to be some level of balance to get other people, you know, who are older who wants to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think, you know, a perfect example is what Tales of the Jedi just did. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Tales of the Jedi yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I loved all those those episodes. And you know, why can't the Bad Batch go down a similar route? Right. And it kind of should because it's in the same dark era. Very, yeah. That yeah. that some of those episodes take place in, like with Very Ahsoka. Dark. Yeah. Um. And and it's like, uh, I I think it would be nice to see the them. Because again, it's the Bad Batch. They're kind of a yeah. little kooky group, right? Little like kooky. a little kooky. Um, but I think that we have to start seeing a little bit more of the the dark in this and the the consequences of of the time they're in, right. and the fact that they are against this empire that has officially been established, and, and you have all yeah. this these dark presences. So. I think we have to see some of that um, come to, to fruition here. Yeah. So. Yeah, and tell them who we saw. Yeah. So yeah, we did see we, we did see a couple of interesting things here. Uh, the first thing to me in this trailer, and I did talk about this back when I saw the trailer. Um, yeah. In celebration, I came back and I did mention these, but it's been yeah. a while. So, uh, but the first thing is Commander Cody. Mm-hmm. Commander Cody is is in this, and that's extremely exciting to me and oh, actually yeah. is exciting. the most uh interesting thing to me in this trailer is the fact that commander cody's here because com- the question of what what does commander cody think about all this is always oh, been yeah. a really big que- yeah. big question for me and is there is he completely devoted to the empire is there any second guessing or you know right what is i mean he, we saw him take shots at obi-wan kenobi right exactly but yeah. what but we also know he was very close to Obi-Wan Kenobi right? and yeah. and really with even Rex and, and that whole group and Anakin, they were all kind of a tight knit group. Yeah. And so you do have to wonder, did he ever have any second guesses or anything? And I think that we're going to see yeah. some of that. Oh, yeah, of- that 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 uh, that sort of information is exactly what, like I said, both of us definitely want yeah. to, to see in this, because like you said, you know, um, it was like immediately, like literally in uh, episode three, you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith, you know, we literally see on YouTube how um, Cody just looks over or six, six. OK, fire. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely unloads on, on Kenobi. But what's interesting is a line that we see inside of this trailer that says that some of the clones are starting to second guess or some some of the clones are starting mm. to kind of like wake up from like what they've done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes you wonder if Cody Commander Cody is going to be one of them, so yeah, there's a lot to to be said about that. Like I said, I I, I agree with you that Commander Cody is definitely the star of this for myself as well, and I yeah. would say for a lot of people too. Um, yeah, uh, I would think so. But there is one other star, and that is Gungi. Gungi, Gungi. is uh, is, and he's the little uh, Jedi Wookie yes. uh, apprentice that we see. 
um, way back in Clone Wars, uh, oh, when yeah. Ahsoka was going through the trials um, with the other Padawans, with Yoda. Yes. He's yes. he's in there. And uh, so really cool to see him. Yeah. That he survived Order 66. Yeah. Um, Very and, cool. And so, and, and that gives us a chance to, you know, get a little Jedi action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if there's know, nothing else, just, just a little taste, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I would love to see him kind of stick with this group, maybe even. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's probably happening, but yeah. I think that would be kind of neat. If they just bring him to kill him, I'm going to have problems with that. Yeah. But, if they bring you know, him just to die, I'm going <laughs> hey, to be a little mad. Don't mess with my Gungi, okay? <laughs> no Gungi. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then last, but certainly not least, the other thing is, of course, seeing that, yes, Palpatine will be making appearances in this show as well in this right. season. Right. Um, and, of course, you know, he's the big bad. So it's always cool to see him. Oh, yeah. And I believe it's yeah. already been confirmed that he will be voiced by Ian McDermott. I so. believe so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's always cool. Yeah. It's such a, actually a really cool line, again, especially coming from the tone of season one. Um, it was like, you know, they say like peace was never an option, you know, and then mm-hmm. it just flashes to him and like very dark, very menacing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm just I'm very excited to see where they take this. Uh, who knows? They might turn it on their head, it, uh, turn it on its head and it be exactly like it was in season one. But you know what? If nothing else, we're getting some more Star Wars content. And uh, secondarily, we're seeing some uh, some some very cool favorited characters. So, you know, um, definitely something to look forward to nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. So uh, going on to our second news piece for this week is that Fallen Order 2 finally has a release date reveal. So uh, Fallen Order 2 is kind of a colloquial term. It is actually called Jedi Survivor. Um, yes. And we have an image, a uh, couple, couple different things that came out, right? Release, release date. And there was an image released of Cal, a little more seasoned, a little more hardened. Yeah. And as of today, when we are recording, which is December the 8th on Thursday, um, they're going to be showing some, uh, some uh, wait, is today the 8th, 7th or 8th? Yeah, no, it's 8th, never mind. December 8th, uh, pardon my my misstep there. Uh, as of December 8th, they're going to be showing some gameplay of of Jedi Survivor. So, um, of course, we're not going to be able to comment on that necessarily live, um, but it's yeah. going to be interesting to see. Yeah, so, um, you know, we've gotten one trailer, of, or well, I don't even know if you call it a trailer as much as a teaser yeah. for Jedi Survivor. Um and I think that was at Summer Games Fest, maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, now, a little earlier. Something yeah. Something like that. Um, and this is uh, tonight, the Game Awards. Um, they, it's all but confirmed that they are showing mm-hmm. um, this this new trailer tonight. The first like big official trailer for the game where I have to assume we'll get a little more plot detail, right? Um, yeah, you'd imagine. And so that's always exciting. But along with this, um, you know, some leaks have happened about mm-hmm. the information. Now, yeah, we're kind of breaking our own rule here, <laughs> just to be honest with you guys. Yeah. We don't normally report um, leaks as news necessarily. Right. Uh, we try to stay away from from things that have not been officially confirmed being right. in our news. However, I again, I'm like. I, I know this is happening tonight, and I know right. by the time you guys listen to this, it's already going to be be shown. Yeah, the trailer is going to be shown. Of course, we can't talk about the trailer on this episode. Right. We'll have to wait till next episode to actually talk about what we see in the trailer. But we can go ahead and talk about some of these details that right. are going to be mentioned tonight. Right, and the big one being the release date. 
the release date is March 15th. Ooh. So 2023. Not too so far not off. Too not far too far off. off. Yeah. That if that that is the to be the truth, which is it is likely. Um <clears throat> it'll be very interesting because hey, you know, we've been waiting on this for a while now. Um was it twenty nineteen, right? That came out the first one? I believe it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was right before we started the podcast. I remember that now. Yep. Yeah. And uh so yeah, I mean we're waiting three three plus years, you know, and uh, I think uh, you know people got a taste of Cal Kestis and they're like, Oh man, like again, we've talked about how like, he's not necessarily like one of our favorite characters in the whole world, but there's some people who are like, man, this is the the best character. You know, what a year for star Wars 2019 was when you think about it, (laughs) because 2019 had rise of Skywalker, right? Jedi fallen order and Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. There's a lot of, yeah. Well, right. Mandalorian started in 2020, right? Am I am I going crazy? Wasn't it wasn't it in started in December of 2019? I thought it. I'm pretty sure it happened the year later because uh, December 2019 was uh, Rise of Skywalker that came out, and then it, basically the fall. So it was like what October November of 2020 is when Mandalorian season one came out because we had basically a year to talk about like what is the state of Star Wars? Where are they going to go from here? And our theory, which came true, is that they're going to leave the more... The first episode of The Mandalorian was November 12, 2019. Are you serious? Yeah. What am I thinking of, then? I don't know. Hold on, hold on. All I'm of that losing... happened that same year. That's so crazy. Wow, I'm literally losing my 2019 mind. 2019 was a good Star Wars year. Apparently. Apparently. Well, that's the thing. It was the Mandalorian, the Rise of Skywalker, and Jedi Fallen Order all happening that got us so hyped. We decided to do a podcast. I <laughs> well, mean, that's, that's true. I mean, that's, that's essentially what yeah, birthed it was all true. this Star Wars good. Star Wars, well, <laughs> good. Well, well, I mean, you know, but but Rise but, of Skywalker maybe is, is uh, we were hyped at the time. Yeah, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, you know, that was so fun, and it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was. You fun, know, but. you can't deny the the brevity well, of some a film would, but. of that. You know, Sam. But looking back, you're like, okay, the storytelling and everything is like eh, whatever it, was, it felt pretty hype in the theater yeah oh well like i said whenever whenever Pal- Plapatine um Plapatine. released whenever the, the thunder cloud above Dude. him and we was in that it was in that like what was it the special <laughs> theater had the base and it was like yeah I mean, dude, yeah. the seats rumbled. It was so good. That was insane. So like I said, it was it was an experience of nothing else. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, so like you said, big year for Star Wars. I, clearly, I big misstep on my part. I, for whatever reason, I could have swore it a year later. But long story short, big year, and uh, it really set the tone, right? And and so in years to come, so 2020. I think what you're thinking is I think the very first episode we did one of our news story or one of our rumors or something was about season two. Could have been. Yeah, that could have been because one of the first pictures that they shown John Favreau or Dave Filoni posted a picture of a Gamorrean. Yeah. um, I do remember that. Yeah. And we had, we, we reported on that. Yeah. I'm getting messed up or messed up there for some reason. Cause for whatever reason I was thinking like, Basically, Mandalorian came to save Star Wars after Rise of Skywalker, like, basically made them like, I don't know what's going to happen to Star Wars. So, I don't know. Like, in my mind, I, I looked it up, so I know you're telling the truth, but it's just like, oh, in my so. mind. I like it that you looked it up. No, I believed I you, and then yeah, I looked well, it up. No, clearly you didn't. No, I didn't look up Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, I looked okay. up the date of Rise of Skywalker. But anyway, 
so for, well, either way you didn't my, believe me uh, yeah well <laughs> hey verify your trust but verify Whoa, that's sorry. what teddy roosevelt said what oh, are you doing he's like yanking my mic sorry. off the table here it was right by my foot i believe it was teddy roosevelt that said that trust but verify anyway okay so um let's <laughs> off track there <laughs> <laughs> let's uh talk about a little bit more of this jazz survivor stuff so we all along with the release date and uh again fully expecting a trailer to to happen tonight that we can't report on yet but by the time you hear this should be out so go check it out um yes but uh jedi survivor pre-order cosmetics we also have a leak of that so let's just go over these real quick so we have the galactic hero cosmetic pack which is uh is actually Han Solo outfit is what essentially what it is. Yeah. And it comes with like the DL44 blaster. Um and then we also have the the new hero cosmetic pack which essentially has you dressing up as Luke Skywalker in his like that yellow jacket that he yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. And but you also get the rebel hero lightsaber. Um so you get those if you pre-order. Um but then there's also another one, and so I don't, I don't know if you get all three of these or if one of these is going to be exclusive to like a certain, a uh, certain edition of the game. But this next one I'm about to tell you is the one that I must have. Uh oh. And it is the Hermit cosmetic. Hermit. And cosmetic? what it is is it's tattered Jedi robes, uh-huh. along with. Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber. Oh, I'm seeing it now. And this is not just Obi-Wan. This is episode one. Yeah, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Because clearly the outfit is is supposed to be his Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Right. Outfit. He's even got yeah. the goggles. Yeah. Um, but then has his but, like, early lightsaber for some reason. The, yeah, but for whatever reason, the lightsaber is, is his... Um, episode one lightsaber. But of course, I'm still very stoked for that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whatever whatever edition this comes in, I must have it because so, I don't want to play this next game dressed as some. I was one of the things I hated most about the first game, and I get it. I understand, mm-hmm. but I hated that there was no Jedi robe option. I hated oh, it. Oh yeah, and yeah. I understand you didn't want you know he didn't want to look like a Jedi. Blah yeah. blah blah. And but come so on, it's instead, still a game. You know? sticking ponchos the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah, like which color, out which color poncho you want? I now, don't want to wear a poncho at all. Yeah, I thought the <laughs> I thought the like like it was like a repurposing of like the re- rebellions like like orange. Yeah. Thing. Anyway, so I don't know what website that you're on. Uh, that's talking about these leaks, but according to the Screen Rant, um, the the Hermit cosmetic comes with just the basic oh good pre-purchase good, and the, the <laughs> other stuff that you had mentioned comes with mm-hmm. the deluxe oh, edition. Oh well, good. I'll, I'm fine with getting the basic one then, as long as I get <laughs> yeah. the as long as I get. That's the all Hermit I really one. wanted anyway, <laughs> because it's close enough to looking like a Jedi for me. I understand, like, I don't think it's, like, a full robe. Yeah. It's, like, torn off or something, but, like, I don't even care. I'll wear that. But then again, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get it, but <laughs> I, the uh, the uh, R2-D2 BD-1 cosmetic, I mean, it is kind of nice. That one's cool. That's yeah. Nice. And, and the, hero, the hero lightsaber, rebel hero lightsaber is cool, too. Yeah, yeah. But, listen, I, I got to have that. Uh, yeah. 
Very so. interesting thing that we're, we're going to see tonight, um, and for those of you who are listening, you've already seen, is that the, there's a much heavier reliance on uh, on blasters now, which is very interesting. And I know that's going to basically change the whole dynamic of gameplay in this new game, so it's going to be interesting to see the gameplay tonight. Um, but yeah, that's going to be interesting. Like I said, nothing really to comment on that necessarily, but... Uh, yeah, well, and I do there. also want to mention that... Um, Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, which is a book that kind of bridges the gap between the first game and the second game, yeah. releases on March 7th. So you're going to have to like speed run through that book <laughs> right. if you want to be able to. I, I find it really interesting that they're pairing right. it so close. Right. <laughs> like, like I'm going to have to massively speed run through that book so that I, because I'm, I'm going to have to read the book before yeah. I play the game. So naturally, yeah. So, yeah. So. If you had an intention to read that book, yeah, you definitely need to do it. <laughs> So anyways, that's hilarious. But anyways, uh, exciting stuff there. Looking forward to watching the trailer here in just a little while. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump into our next news story. And that is The Mandalorian Season 3 debuts on March 1st. Ooh. So this is kind of old news at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, well, no. I get, well, it's been, a, it's a week old. But uh, still worth talking about Star Wars just randomly posted uh, a picture uh, with with Mando and Grogu, and and it said the Mandalorian and Grogu return March first only on Disney Plus, yeah. just out of the blue, yeah. just showing the release date. So, <laughs> um, so things are looking really good for next year. <laughs> oh Let's yeah, put it that there's way. a lot of stuff. I wish I had it. Off well, top of my head. well, 2023 be the new 2019 <laughs> for Star Wars. Even better, maybe because. You know? So, you know, we're we're starting off with Bad Batch Season 2, which, you know, hate it or love it, we'll find out. But then we're going to get Jedi Survivor. Yeah. And right after Jedi Survivor, or no, wait, no, 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 no. Mando Season 3 will start first. Yeah. And then yeah. while that's going on, we'll get Star Wars Survivor. Oh, yeah. So we'll be off to a really great start for the new year so mm -hmm. and then uh star wars visions volume 2 is coming in spring of 2023 mm -hmm. uh like i said this is something like whatever but right. young jedi adventures animated tv series comes in tw spring 2023 again we'll see the acolyte we'll see but summer of 2023 mm. again that's that is debatable and I would say that's very debatable. And then also, this is definitely debatable. But they're also like the just from what we know, skeleton crew is potentially coming in twenty twenty three as well. So, like I said, the last couple there. I mean, it's it's debatable of when it's actually going to end up coming out. But also, Ahsoka somewhere, right? Well, yeah, it's it's still TBD, like according to this list, which is true I think they're all kind of T TBD. In right, all those you right, just right. said, I'm not so sure. Well, I'm just but. saying, like some of those, like skeleton crew and. And the acolyte, like there has been previous talks, like of like mentioning, like oh, it could be this time. I don't think they've ever necessarily mentioned a specific time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know for sure what's going to come after the Mandalorian. I really don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, because it won't. You know, we won't get another season of Andor for another year. I would say. Right. I'd say in 2024 is when we'll get Andor season two. Um, so I'm not sure what'll fit in that like summer slot, right? Because yeah. you would assume they'll have something. They'll probably have to have something there, but I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure what that'll be. And I would say in the fall we'll get either skeleton crew or 
or Ahsoka. I'm not sure which one will come first. Right. Yeah, I'll say that I could definitely see them pushing Star Wars Visions back to oh, maybe the summer release. Star Wars Visions, yeah, that might. But is that? I don't know if that's enough to truly like Hold to people. be the summer yeah. blockbuster. You know what I mean? Like, no, I agree. Which, I agree. Which, granted, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I no, know there's others I, that I are. I was a but, fan of it, but I would but agree I with you though. Still, you know, I don't think that that is like. I don't think that's big enough to hold on its own like that, but right. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it, 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 it'll come faster than you realize. So, oh yeah, I'll be here for you now. <laughs> unfortunately, but with that, we're gonna jump into our rumors now, and we do have some very interesting rumors here for you. And our first one is pretty much <laughs> almost not a rumor, but we're still throwing <laughs> right. it in rumors because it just right. felt felt right to have it in this for today. But uh, we got our first look at what appears to be the main characters of the Acolyte. Yeah. Um, via some set photos taken. Uh, pretty much looks like there's like some people that were straight up just taking pictures uh, like secretly <laughs> during this. So Yeah, someone's mad we, about this. <laughs> we don't we don't really support that, but <laughs> but we're still gonna talk about but what we saw. We're here. gonna talk about it because it's out there. So, <laughs> so um the first thing that we we see here, and if you want to see for yourself, you know, you can just probably look up uh, the acolyte characters. It'll probably come up. But yeah. we're looking, or at least I am looking directly at thedirect.com. So I'm not, but I'm on a different one. But so uh, the first one that I see here is Daphne Keen, hmm. and she's on set um, uh, on the of the acolyte, and well. Let's just say she looks like a Sith character to me. <laughs> she does not look like a light side character, that's for sure. Now she is, or maybe she's not even. Maybe it's it, yeah. Maybe she's, she's neither. not nice. <laughs> yeah, she is touting a. Uh, it looks like a bow and arrow. Interestingly, oh, interesting. so I thought it was a yeah, rifle, no, but on the right. side, it's there's, it, arrows. there's arrows as a quiver. So maybe she's not a. Maybe she's something completely different. I don't know. So yeah, it's hard to tell exactly what it is, but she has a very interesting hairstyle. Um, Very interesting hairstyle, yeah. Well, I can't tell if it's shaved in between those, or if those are a different colored. Or maybe they're like actual like tendril, like like a like uh, uh, maybe you know what I'm saying like a yeah. I can't, I can't think tell. What they're, I'm trying to say what they're called. But. Um, yeah, can't really tell. But then going on, we see Lee Jung Jae, yeah. and he is wearing Jedi Jedi robes. robes. And now, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go okay. Ahead. okay. <laughs> I was say last time that we talked about this, we had um, uh, speculated that mm-hmm. he would be the Jedi Master, and these are Jedi Master looking robes. He's right looking here. pretty Jedi Master. He's looking isn't pretty he? just Jedi Master. And um, he and what's so exciting to me about this is this isn't just any Jedi robe. Yeah, this is High Republic. High Republic robe, which of course. It naturally, it's going to be higher public robes, but this yeah. is the first time we've ever seen it in live action. Yeah, this, this is, is our never, first glimpse. You know, higher public's not going to be nothing. It's only going to be a publishing series. Almost a publishing series. series. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of but, liars. Bunch of filthy liars yeah, there. Nobody knows. But anyways, um, so this is super exciting to see see these uh, what appears to be him wearing like the brown robe but uh-huh. then under it we're getting more of that golden yeah the yellowy uh, gold, the gold look. yeah look yeah. that they that they sport a lot Very in the high republic and then and then we see dean charles chapman who also appears to be a jedi here um he appears to be an apprentice he's got the the braid um and he's wearing uh, a very similar style to uh right to lee um, 
again, maybe he's the apprentice to Lee. Yeah, possibly. That's, that's that kind of what's insinuating. Seem, least, what's but... insinuating, and we know from what we had heard in the past about it that there would be a Jedi Master and an apprentice uh-huh. that were investigating um, murders or something, right? Something along those something lines. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So this may be the Master and Apprentice duo here, right? Um, it's it's looking like anyway. And it, I'm getting pretty excited just looking at the pictures. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Like everything yeah. about the acolyte is screaming <laughs> like this could be. This could be really good. This could be really good. Like, there's parts of it that that and, I'm like not excited for. Like, well, let me rephrase that. There's parts of it that that leans itself towards like, oh, I don't know. This could be mm-hmm. bad because of. Uh, I can't even remember her name now, but the one of the directors, and she's talking about how she wanted to specifically oh, bring yeah, people in yeah. who's nothing uh-huh. to Star Wars, don't know yeah. anything about Star Wars. So that's like, okay, I don't like that. But looking at these set pictures, you're like, okay, this looks pretty legit, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, we'll see what <laughs> ends up happening. So then we see a Wookiee character. Ooh. Now, this Wookiee appears to also be in some kind of like Jedi tunic. Yes. Right? Yes. And... So I'm just going to throw something out there. And I mentioned this to you before we got on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to throw this out. And this may be totally wrong. Right. But do we think there's any chance this is Buryaga? Yeah, I know. We talked so about that. So if you don't know who Buryaga is, he is one of the Wookiee characters within the High Republic. Right. Um, in, the, in the novels. He's a very, already at this point, he is a fan favorite of those who read the novels. You can't help but love Buryaga. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so... In the novels right now, and I think we're we've we're past we the novel's been out for a while though, so I think I can say this, but if you have oh, yeah. issues with this, uh, with spoilers, you can move forward a little bit. But um Burry is is basically missing. They he's presumed dead, but the fact that they can't find him, they never saw him dead, right. to me suggests he's not dead. He's gonna be back in the in phase three. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah, typically. So, with that being said, with the assumption that he's alive and he's going to be in phase three, this is further in time. Is this Buryaga just older? Because <laughs> right. as we see, you can tell he's starting, this This Wookiee is starting to get some gray, uh-huh. uh, like uh-huh. at the top of his head and his beard. So, it could be a, a, an aging Wookiee. And right. Buryaga, you know, is, I don't know how old Buryaga is. Right. Um, but I think he was a knight. Or was he an apprentice? He was an apprentice, but what was I think that what the interesting thing was that he was an apprentice, but when he was talking to other apprentices, um, he mentioned how he's basically like a hundred and some, two hundred and some years old. He's like way older than all of them. Right. And because the age just like kind of with like Yoda species, the age with Wookiees is completely different. And so but so I don't know how Again, we don't really know how long it takes for a, for a Wookiee to age to the point of getting gray hair or anything. And this could totally be another yeah. Wookiee. Yeah. But I think it would be a missed opportunity yeah. to not yeah. for this to not be Buryaga. Oh, I mean, that I mean would why be, not? If you're going to have a Jedi Wookiee in this. And if you're going to talk about how, you know, it's going to be at the end of the High Republic era, mm-hmm. it would just be a very, very, very cool way to tie in all of the right. books thus far. And, you know, you know all of the humans... They can't be in it. They're all dead. Naturally, yeah. Right. So alien species can, of course, and we know some of them are, like Yoda. Some of the grand, the high, uh, wow, the grand um, council members yeah. of the Jedi Order. They, they, um, we know some of them are that are in the books. Last all the way into the um, the prequel series, 
so or wow i'm like just like losing <laughs> what are you all. talking about <laughs> the, pre- <laughs> the prequel trilogy yeah yeah yeah. so um you know and so and this is also exciting we could get more yoda in this right like oh yeah it's, he's, it's he's, a possibility he's, he's totally there it's so a possibility, yeah anyways lots of cool stuff there let's move let's keep moving on though um we have another picture here and this is of a zabrak like uh, darth maul right mm-hmm. so this one i'm a little unsure on this appears to be according to this article it is um oh wait i just missed it chapman uh oh hold on real quick well i don't know why i didn't like list their whole name but chapman uh, that's what they're insinuating her name is so Basically, though, what I'm seeing, it, it doesn't appear she's in like Jedi robes, though. So right, so well, she just seems to be some other character. But so she a, is clearly like in communication with. I, I wonder if maybe this is a scenario where like, where I'm just gonna call him Burry for now. Just, yeah, might <laughs> the, as well. the Burry has shown up <laughs> yeah. to this place, this planet, or whatever, and seeking information or something. And this woman is right. is talking to him about that that's my take on it yeah well clearly um you know all these female characters the screenshots that we're seeing right of the zabrak and uh of some of the other ones um you know they're this they're uh, touting the same um weapon as um uh, daphne keen so they're all seemingly together uh, as some sort of group right they're all kind of touting this they're holding these same um like bow and arrow type thing. Uh, I feel like it's like a, maybe a little bit different than that, but that's what they all have. Uh, yeah. So now here's, we're going to go even, even deeper into this here because during an interview, Keen, um, which is, she's the one at the beginning that we talked about. She, um, she gave some information that we had not heard about this show. Yeah. Now, I, I assume she, I would have to assume she may have gotten in trouble for this. There's enough. <laughs> yeah. There's enough that she said here to make me go like, "Oh, okay." Ooh, um, yeah. And now, could she be just totally lying about the plot? I mean, maybe I don't know. Clearly, we know that's definitely a possibility. I'm gonna go ahead and read to you what she said here. She said, "I mean, as you know, it's set 100 years before the prequel movies, and it's kind of an explanation of how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi." so that's that's very interesting (laughs) it's a sith led story which has never been done before so again yeah sith led story um it's been really fun to film the cast is amazing the director and crew are just lovely the whole experience is wonderful and i'm already excited for people to see it so the big thing is to take away from there is that it's an explanation of how the sith infiltrated the jedi yeah so that's gonna be very interesting. Like I said, uh, definitely, as as notated by her, something definitely different than we've had in the past mm-hmm. uh, from anything that we've had really, um, outside of maybe books or whatever. But yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to say the least. Yeah, and you know, as I have said, um, you can't have, and and this is my opinion, but you cannot have a story about the Sith set 100 years before the Phantom Menace right? without Darth Plagueis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, you think so. You know, you think so. Like I said, I can't remember exactly what his species is. And technically, 
that's been retconned too. Um, because all that we know in canon at this point um, is that Plagius was was Palpatine's master. And now, as far as I understand, though, that we don't even know his his race anymore. There, 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 there is a there's something that talks about it, but it's one of those things I think they can easily retcon if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so because again, it's not like any of the movies ever talk about. Right. Species. Right. Now we had that book. It's the only thing that really I can think of that that lent itself towards what. But I mean, but it was you know it's not part of the canon anymore. Yeah, but I think there's a canon book that talks about his species being, still being immune. I think it's called immune. Immune. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Again, it's one of those things though that if they they went a different direction, they can probably retcon it without hardly any kind of consequence. There's right. Very right, few right, people right. that are gonna know. Right. Um. And so, I think that I think Darth Plagueis has to be connected to this in some way, mm-hmm. because how do you have Sith um, involved in this one hundred years before and not have Plagueis? Right, and also to to add to that, you know, it's one of those things too where. The whole point is that it's the Sith infiltrating the Jedi, and mm-hmm. as we know, it's not the Jedi, but but Palpatine infiltrates the the Republic, and he becomes a Chancellor, and he becomes all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, it, it just kind of fits with that a little bit that he that that uh, Plagueis teaches mm-hmm. ultimately Palpatine how to infiltrate and how to do these. Th- you know what I'm saying? Right, because if if Plagueis wasn't in this, then that would whoever is before him, right, which you, I guess would you assume also may make an appearance in this. Yeah. Maybe he's an apprentice. Right, yeah. To another Sith Lord. Um, right. Or maybe it's maybe it's the female-led whatever of this. Maybe, mm. whoa, I got a cool idea. Whoa. What if the Acolyte is Plagueis? What if that's... Yeah. The Acolyte is I feel Plagueis. like we've talked about that a little bit before. That'd be pretty cool. It's kind of like, like we didn't ever really nail that down. But yeah, I mean... It, that would be pretty crazy, and, and and again with the timeline, I could definitely see that being the case. Now it's everything that we've heard so far has has said this is going to be led by a female character, but what if the female character is is the Sith Lord of the yeah, time, yeah. which could technically be the Master of Plagueis, right? Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, unless unless it's the apprentice to Plagueis and that apprentice something happens to her she dies or whatever then he gets a new apprentice which ends up be being Plagueis or yeah 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 just another I don't know I don't know I'm just throwing just this random be, crazy it, stuff out there be completely there. wrong yeah 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 but, <laughs> but, yeah. but I but I will say no matter what I think Plagueis has to be connected right has right. to if they don't if they don't it would be I, a wasted opportunity A and I think B it would, with it, the timeline right yeah with the timeline the, he has to have some kind of connection here right but right. anyways, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll, it. We'll I'm, I, I'm, I'm super excited <laughs> about the potential of this show. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, last time I was super excited about the potential of, <laughs> of a Star Wars show, uh, Kenobi. I, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Hurt feelings. Um, so, so was there plot details or did you, is that, that was the, okay. that was the, the details. I had. Okay. That's what I figured. Okay. 
So the last thing that we have for this week in rumors is that there's an interesting new connection that has been uh, kind of rumored between the Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka. As you know, the Ahsoka, uh, there's a series that's going to come out about Ahsoka and the Skeleton Crew, excuse me, um, could be other than Mandalorian, the next one that comes out, next new series. So, uh, Drew, what do we have as a new connection? So we're going to get a little crazy here, okay? Now, these, I want you guys to, to, to really take this with a grain of salt because it there's a lot of chance that this rumor could not be correct yeah yeah but this this is coming from making star wars who is is a good source however he also says he's not super sure about this one yeah but he does have some interesting things here so we're going to talk about it um one thing one thing that seems to be a very strong um, implication to him, and he says, but take it as a rumor, not a promise, mm-hmm. is that Ahsoka will make appearance in Skeleton Crew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, now, we're going to go into some details here about the Ahsoka series. In the Ahsoka series, Thrawn and Ezra end up in what they call the new beyond Hmm. or new space Yeah, for a time after the events of Star Wars Rebels. So they're not sure if that's what this region is going to be called or if it's like a shorthand, but this region is a completely new and unexplored area of the Star Wars universe. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. So this is completely new, unexplored. Which makes sense. They get, they got taken away by the space whales yeah, yeah. to this new uncharted territory, and that would yeah. make sense why they've been gone and never were around yeah, for any of yeah. the stuff that happens. The unknown after, regions, right? you know. Yeah. So, in this unexplored universe, they view the Force differently from how anything else has. Huh. Okay. Now it was also implied that the magic users in the Star Wars universe originate from the unexplored region that they're in. Hmm. Okay, so the magic we see, such as the Night Sisters, things of that okay. nature, yeah. that are completely different from the Force, right, but right, right. still are somehow connected, connected in, some way. in some way, Yeah. originate from this region, this unexplored region. And I can't remember exactly, but if you fall back to Jedi Fallen Order, there is an interesting like conversation between um, uh, Cal and that Night Sister love interest wannabe thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into it because I can't really remember, but I remember them talking about like how there's similarities between the Force and the, between what they do. Yeah. yeah so that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. So... Um, so we have that and then we, um, see that then they have the skeleton crew, right? Well, actually, let me say this before I do that. Um, there, there does appear there's going to be night sister, some kind of night sister involved in, uh, in this show as well. Mm-hmm. And then again, they're saying Lars Mikkelsen is playing Thrawn, mm. which we'll, we'll see if that's actually true. We, yeah. we we've always said from the get go, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, like, but, why, like yeah. there has always been, you know, talk like a lot of back and forth on that. Right. But this says he's playing Thrawn. He's got the haunting red eyes and all. So yeah. we'll see. Um, now, 
back when we first started talking about Skeleton Crew, there were rumors about it being set during the High Republic, mm-hmm. which now we know that's not the case, right? It's mm-hmm. set during the same time as all the other Mando stuff. Right, right. But we've yet to understand how it was connected to the Mando stuff, right? So now uh, what they're saying here, suggesting here is that they, they got it messed up with the new era. When there was mention of a new era, people took it as, oh, it's the High Republic. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's not a new era. It's a new area. Okay. Area. And this new area <laughs> is is this unexplored region wow. of the Star Wars yeah. universe. So when the children and skeleton crew, as we know, end up lost in space, right? Right. The idea here is they get lost in this unexplored region. Yeah. Interesting. And we know who's in this unexplored region, right? We know Thrawn and 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 uh, Ezra right. are supposedly in this unexplored region. We know Ahsoka's looking for right. Thrawn, right? And well, and Ezra, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of all starting to the puzzle pieces to, are yeah, starting to kind of tie in a little tie bit. in here, yeah. Because let's say this is true, then then we know Ahsoka's going there, so it makes sense. Ahsoka shows up if these kids are lost in this unknown region. And what this allows is for them to do completely brand new things in Star Wars that you've sure. never seen. Yeah. New species you've never seen, new places, all sure. this stuff. Essentially a whole new universe of Star yeah. Wars, right? Yeah. But you still get the inserts of familiar things and familiar characters. Right. That right. you know and love, but set within this whole new where they view the force differently yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. Maybe, I mean, maybe the force is used differently. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know what they're really implying there. Right. But, um, so what do you think? What do you think about that? It's a little spooky, you know what I'm saying? Because anytime that we talk about going to a whole new area with a whole new ways of use of force and whole new everything, you know, it does, it does it make you a little scared because you're kind of like, man, how, how, how is it going to retain its Star Wars-ness? Now, Interestingly enough, we did talk about this as our first, our very first episode. We talked about um, the future of Star Wars or whatever, and uh, one of the biggest rumors at that time was how uh, their the next big step was that they're going to move past the sequel trilogy era right into mm-hmm. the future and it's like well how are we going to retain what we know and love as star wars in a time and era where there's all new characters there's all new everything right all new storylines everything that we knew and love whatever about star wars is now dead and gone i mean some of it quite literally with the characters being dead and gone and and right. metaphorically because the the storyline's over but one of the biggest things that we said was that they can bring in new things but they have to make sure that there's a tether, right? There has to be something that ties it back or holds it back down to what we know is already as familiar. And of course, the more esoteric, like intangible thing is like the 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 themes of Star Wars. But but you're, I'm like, you're gonna have to have something more than that. And so if this is true, mm-hmm. it would make sense that they're doing this a smart way. If like, wow, they're introducing all this new stuff. How is it Star Wars? And then now they're bringing in Ahsoka. And how, you know, all of all the things that we know about her and how she would solve it, da 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 compared to a whole new area, new characters, etc. Right. So but once you set once you open the doors to this 
oh, yeah. this unknown region, then you can start to explore it in completely new ways with no familiar characters, right? Exactly. But, the, but to open it and introduce it with, let's say, Ahsoka, a character right. you already really love, right, might be one of the best ways to do that. Oh, right? yeah. If you're going to do it, yes. But then once you open those doors, then, yeah, you can have new stories set within this region. Because here's the thing. If this is an unexplored region... I imagine maybe this isn't somewhere that you can so easily just travel to, right? Right, like space yeah. travel. Like, it may be... It's like, oh, we just found out, like, this is how you're supposed to get in, and we didn't realize it, so now everybody can just come in. Like, it's not like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's maybe a little harder than that, or, yeah. or maybe usually cut off, but you have to do very specific things to be able to... Like, I don't know. Yeah, it, space whales, you know, being like, one thing. Like, like, like teleporting space whales, exactly. Yeah, like they know how to get in because <laughs> they they're a part of the force or whatever, <laughs> right. you know, connected to the force, whatever. So I'm going to throw a couple more things on you here, okay? Oh, no. With uh, So now that we kind of talked through that, I'm going to throw a couple more things here. Mm-hmm. Um so the rumors that Ahsoka will introduce the concepts that Skeleton Crew will explore, okay? Yeah. So Ahsoka comes first, introduces uh, these concepts, introduces this universe because we know Ezra and Thrawn are out there. Yeah. And then Skeleton Crew will go on to further explore that, okay? Yeah. Now, what happens in Skeleton Crew is rumored to very deeply impact the fourth season of The Mandalorian. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but what I'm getting here is all of this is leading us even closer to that finale event. Right. right like the, 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 event, the series. event series. Right. Now, yeah. Here's where I'm going to take you down even farther down, oh, down, in, down the rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> so... We have Thrawn out here in this unknown region. Again, all of this is rumored, but I'm going to talk about it like it's fact. Okay. Right. We have Thrawn out here in this in this unknown region, and this isn't even the unknown regions. <laughs> I call I keep calling it that, but yeah, there is an yeah, unknown yeah. region. Yeah. This is the whatever they called it, I, the new space, new, new space, or what did what it? I, I don't know. Something like that. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, we have him out here, and what if he? What if Thrawn goes there and builds an army out of these unknown characters, unknown people, these magic users, okay? Let's assume there's like a ton of these magic users out there, right? And and most people have no idea how to deal with them, how to even react to, to them, right? Think of that. Think of Thrawn coming back. He find he finally finds his way back, maybe due to the fact that these kids Earth Ahsoka or someone, yeah, yeah. they they accidentally end up there, whatever. But in the process, create right. the way back. So Thrawn finally can, and in the in the, the meantime, and... he's built up an army. Yeah. And so what if the entire plan, and maybe he finds out that well, Palpatine is gone. You yeah. can't see my uh, air quotations. Quote but, unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and so he goes, oh, it's time for me to take over. Right. And so he takes his army of magic users against a new republic that, let's not forget, has has gotten rid of ninety percent of their army. Mon Mothma, you know, signed uh, a uh, she signed a decree that was like um, the the military disarmament act yeah. that that got rid of ninety percent of their their military. And what if 
he comes with this, you know, this huge fleet of, of magic, who knows what, right? Yeah. That people don't know how to deal with. And I think that this could be the ultimate threat to the galaxy that we haven't seen in a while. Right. And when you do that and you have all of a sudden you're going to have all this team that we've been building up with Mando, Mm -hmm. you got Boba Fett and all his buddies. Right. You got, and they're all going to then come together to, you know, Luke Skywalker, blah, blah, blah. They're all going to get together to fight against Thrawn and his army from this unknown space. I mean, this makes, it makes total sense. Now, what I was going to say is I've, I've been feverishly trying to look it up and I cannot find it for the life of me. But this kind of already kind of sort of happened ish in Heir to the Empire, right? That there's like this You're talking about the Utsong the this I weird species the that he goes and, yeah, Utsong yeah, yeah, Vong, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh he goes and allies himself with the Utsong Vong or whatever. And then that you know they So fight that for becomes him. a huge long war where yeah. the, this alien species comes and 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 yeah, it's very similar. They don't know what they are, how to fight them anything right and that created a very long series a very yeah. long book series um and i think it was called the new Re- the new republic or something the new yeah, i don't I'm remember what it was sure. called it's been yeah. a long oh no the new <laughs> i don't know it <laughs> whatever it, it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah and i'm but trying anyways, to look it up but it's just um, whatever and so that was a whole thing. Actually, Chewbacca died. So, oh, so you know, rip. didn't he like was, hold up a planet or well, something yeah, like crazy a, like a moon that? like yeah. squashed him or something? <laughs> yeah, that's like what it was. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, you know, God bless, God bless the legends, but yeah. they were they had a lot of Fortunately, crazy like, stuff. As much as I was mad at the at the beginning, like I guess I get why Disney oh, had they, to get rid had of them. There was to. just so many crazy things that they just had to reel it back in. They had know? to, yeah, um, but. So I know I, I talked about that for a while, but this just has me incredibly excited about the the opportunities that are, arise here yeah, within these rumors. Yeah, yeah. Now again, these are rumors they could go a completely different way, but I have to say, if this is the direction they take, I could be very excited about this. Yeah, this would be pretty crazy. I mean, this would be it would be different than a lot of the things that we're used to, but also playing back on some of the familiar tropes that we know of in legends yeah. too well you know? and you know it's it's time for a new threat and you know the high republic has has kind of done that in their own way but like as far as in the the uh star wars universe we're, we always see the empire and we yeah. always see you know the stormtroopers and right. the imperial soldiers and i'm ready for something new within the the live action of Star Wars. Right. I'm ready to see something new. And, you know, personally, I don't think we've seen enough of the Sith. And I do hope right. we get more of, of, of like the old Republic style where there's tons of Sith versus Jedi. And I do want right. that. Yeah. But I, I think the next best thing is a completely new enemy that yeah. they don't know how to fight and they don't know right. how to, how to respond to it. And I think, this idea of this unknown magic mm-hmm. in a completely new land with Thrawn as the leader is just such an enticing thing to me. Oh, and yeah. 
I just I hope this is not rumor. I hope this is what they got planned. <laughs> right. And if so, it would be crazy. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like uh, I'm gonna be like uh, um, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are just the greatest, <laughs> the greatest masterminds. Ever. And <laughs> yeah. and then if uh, and then you know if we get the reveal the event series and it's like heir to the empire and then i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go insane and it's gonna be all it's gonna essentially be the battle between our heroes against thrawn and his army like yeah it would be good man it would be good so good (laughs) it needs to be done and that needs to be a movie in theaters oh yeah well because then they insinuate that the, the the event series like the final thing would be a movie there has been insinu- insinuation of that, but at the same time, yeah, all of the series are on Disney Plus, right? So I could see them doing like, oh, it's got to be something on Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I mean, I'll enjoy it in my home too, but there's yeah, something about that nah, theater experience. Yeah, you can't beat that. There's something about it. You know, this was that, like talked about during 2020 when there's a shutting mm-hmm. all the theaters down. Like, well, you can get... Just as good stuff, you know. Like, no, you can't. And like people talked about this, like like one of the biggest things. I know we, it was like a kind of pathetic thing, but like one of the things that we said, like we missed doing, was going to the theater during 2020. Which yeah. ironically, we haven't been to theater together in like ages. But well, we went not that long ago for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. True, but that was still a little while ago. It's been a while. But it, uh, you want to go watch the new Avatar with me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> But uh, I, need to, I need to rewatch the first one. Oh yeah, it's been like, <laughs> it's been like so long. ten I don't years remember. or yeah, whatever. It's been no, but I, the bo- I do want to watch the new one. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. I was obsessed with Avatar when it first came out. Um, All right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Time uh, to go. We'll plan it. We'll plan it. Um, <laughs> no, but the whole point I'm trying to get at is that yes, there you can't replace that. You really, you just can't. Um, yeah. And especially when it's something that big and that cinematic. Okay, it's just like like Avengers Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Like, listen, I don't like all the Marvel stuff that's come out recently, but Endgame was amazing. And can you imagine not? Watching and could you that imagine for the first watching that? Theater? Yes. Yeah, can you in your home. Yeah. Can you imagine when, like watching that on your iPhone for the first time. <laughs> like the first time you watch it, you're watching. Your iPhone. Wow, no pretty, headphones. That's pretty just good. The, just the <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting like on the subway or something. Like I know somebody that watched that movie for the first time uh, on their iPhone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't deserve to watch it. <laughs> no, they really didn't. And I'll tell you who it was later. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably see them in a different way. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to know. They'll, I don't want to ruin um, my image of them. Whoever it but, is. But no, like you're you're exactly right though. You know those experiences. Uh, it it. It literally takes away if you don't watch them. In yeah. That. Like, for example, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. We were hyped when we saw that. Oh, yeah. Right? But watch a, it again. You're like, a big majority of that, I think the hype we got was being <laughs> together in the theater, watching it with the, we had the fancy uh, reclining chairs. Like Three-story tall screen, you know. We, we were in the Dolby Cinema rooms, which yeah. are on another level compared just to just a regular base. theater. I mean, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and so much of that experience came because of the, the oh, atmosphere, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I think they'd be making a huge mistake if they don't make this, whatever this event ends up being in yeah. theater. Now, granted, this is still years away. The event itself, we're talking years away. Oh, I would say. yeah, yeah. I well, because you have to get through Mandalorian, Mandalorian season three. You have to get uh, get through Skeleton Crew, and you have to get through Ahsoka, right? And 
according to this, there's at least another season of Mando that'll happen yeah. before whatever. Or, oh, I'm sorry. This one I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So three so and we're then talking, four. Yeah. We're talking, you know, at least two or three years, I would assume. Yeah, because like we don't have any specific release And that's dates. if they don't want to continue these other shows multiple seasons before. They, I don't know. It all depends on how long they want. want. Yeah, and I can easily see Ahsoka being like at least two seasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and that's not saying whenever they decide to do this event, doesn't necessarily mean that those shows can't continue on after it, right? Mm-hmm. They could have an event that brings them all together, and then those shows continue. There's nothing that says they can't. I do kind of wonder if The Mandalorian will end when with the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like that's kind of what they're they've been gearing towards is like the Mando being the the birth and the end of of mm-hmm. whatever this event is going to be, but. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that, but, uh, you know, only time will tell. Um, So we talked about that forever, which I knew we would. I knew we would because there's just (laughs) a lot there. But let's go ahead and we're going to move out of our rumors now. And we're going to jump into our release schedule here very quickly. And for our releases, December 14th, we have Bounty Hunters issue number 29 and The Mandalorian issue number 6. And then on the 20th, we have uh, Tales from the Rancor Pit which this is a like a graphic novel, not just like a single comic issue. It's, it's all coming out at once by Kevin Scott. And uh, I would say this will probably be a pretty entertaining graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, Dark Horse has sent that to us for review. Uh, so we do need to do that yeah. um, before uh, December 20th <laughs> so that we can <laughs> have that out. But thank you to Dark, uh, Dark Horse for sending it to us. And we'll read that and we'll let you guys know what we think of it. Before December twentieth, hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing our track record, eh, we'll or maybe see. a couple days after December twentieth. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> hopefully, Dark Horse isn't. What's well, a terrible? It's a terrible time, Dark Horse, to re- yeah, this be released. On, you know, we all have obligations. You guys not have families? Yeah, <laughs> losers. We we love you. Send us more stuff. <laughs> no, but uh, so that's exciting. I do want to give a little shout out to what I've been reading in the High Republic. Um, I finished the junior novel. Yeah. Um, listen, I gotta say still just like not super hyped on phase two so far. Yeah. I had to worry about that. I'm not feeling the hype train yet. Well, you know, and and, just, and, and I know you have more to say, but it's like, but like whenever they decided they're going to jump back in time mm-hmm. on an already jumped back in time mm-hmm. <laughs> series, it's like kind of like, where is this going? Like, you know what I'm saying? But anyway. Yeah. So. I've now started the the first adult novel, Convergence. So I think once I finish that, I'll really have kind of a like, really start to get an idea of where this is going. Does it make sense? What's the most important, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. There's one more wave that will come. Right. But I don't, I want to keep most of my thoughts uh, to myself until I finish this adult novel, right. and then we'll kind of give a, an overview of the first wave and what our, what we think. So when you say you started the adult novel, you mean that you like I got the book, or you mean that you're like a chapter two? Like I'm like five chapters in. Okay, well, you didn't just start then. <laughs> well, no, I did. The average person. I I no. Okay, it doesn't matter. What I'm trying well, to get but at I did is just start it. Okay, just chill, you nerd. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I'm just five saying. Five chapters I, on my way to work this morning. I did just start it, so. <laughs> no, right. the whole point I'm trying to get at was that, uh, you know, I know we're going to wait to give thoughts, whatever, but um, would you say, just from, you know, being five chapters into the first adult novel, do you think that it is necessary to have read the first young adult novel to know where you're at in the first adult novel? No. So you, so not at all. So basically you're saying as long as you read the adult novels in phase one, you can jump to the first adult novel in phase two. So far, I don't even see any reason why you would have had to have read the first novels. Oh, uh, well, there's, duh. yeah, I, there's absolutely no connections to anything yet. True. That okay. I would say. Okay, cool. Okay. Right. Yeah. As of right now, of course, still super early. Five, only five chapters. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there are no, really nothing to connect us to what we know of, of of the higher public. Right. Now, as I said in my review of the young adult, the first young adult one in, in phase two, mm-hmm. Path of Deceit, there are some connections. There are some things. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, that, that connect, that I can understand why the story is told. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always been the big question is it felt like the young adult novels are the more I don't want to say more important but let's just be honest I think in the first phase the adult novels were the most important they were the the yeah. centerpiece yeah. and then there were things to complement that where they're kind of uh, promoting the young adult novel to kind of be that for phase uh, two okay right yeah yeah as we've talked about before, but with, but until I finish this adult book, I'm just not hundred percent sure yet. Right. And so I want to see, I want to see it through, see how it connects, if it connects. Yeah. How it relates to the, the young adult novel, if it relates yeah. and then go from there and then I'll kind of give my, okay. my final right. thoughts okay. yeah. and recommendations for those of you who maybe are holding back on phase two so far. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. I didn't know if you had an idea on that yet. So, okay, cool. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on to our community discussion. So for those of you who are not aware, we like to go out and have some fun with you guys and just ask you a question. And then once you answer, we discuss your answers live on air. Pardon me. So, uh, in the, this uh, week's question is, as we can see throughout the series, Andor tries to show the viewpoint of the common person in the Star Wars universe, specifically in the original tra- trilogy era. Once Andor's finished, what other quote-unquote common person viewpoint would you like to get in a show? Would it be in a different era? So, um... First comment we have is from Corey Allen Wise. And Corey says, I want to know everything about Han Solo, how he became a smuggler, what got him into it. I was not a fan of Solo, the movie, but also wouldn't mind a show on Lando. So, yeah, Corey, um, I feel you, man. I actually personally enjoyed Solo. I know a lot of people didn't. Um, And one of the things I will say is that, how do I want to say this? You know, I do think that Solo didn't necessarily represent it exactly how I wanted it. I just remember going into it thinking, like, I'm super excited for this because I did like 
Han Solo as a character. And I thought it was really cool. I would like to see his origin. So we got that. And I did enjoy the movie, but, you know, I know there was a lot of kind of just weirdness around it. But having a solo show where he's kind of in his prime as a smuggler with Lando and stuff like that, I think that's definitely worth a watch. And, uh, yeah, although he is technically a, a main character, right, I would say that Han Solo is a main character. Um I do think that him and his smuggler prime before he gets connected to the to the rebellion and stuff like that would definitely give another cool viewpoint into or look into kind of a common person's view. So, yeah, absolutely. And then our last answer for this week is from Josh and Birkinshaw, JB himself, and he says, "I'm wanting to know more of the High Republic." I would love a series slash trilogy. Um, I want to know how the Jedi become the protectors, the peacekeepers, the ones who help all. I would also like to see a series, uh, in fact, a few series about Rogue Squadron. I know a film has been given the go-ahead, but I mean I want to get to know each pilot, the good bits, the struggle to know if they were doing good or feel like they're just as bad as the Empire. I think it would be as good as Andor. Uh, that's just to, that's just to name a couple. I could go on. Yes, JB, all great suggestions. And actually, your first answer was my answer. Um, Higher Public is definitely one I would like to see. And and so this is where just I guess just jump into my answer. I suppose is that the point of a common person's viewpoint type of show or movie is to further dive into that era, right? Is to further dive into, um, you know, wherever you're at. Um, and um, so basically what Andor is doing is trying to show, again, more depth, more uh, of what life was like during the original trilogy era. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say, though, is... While I will take anything Star Wars, while I love the original trilogy era, we already know so much about it. You know what I'm saying? We already know so much, not even just in the original trilogy era, but also in the entire Skywalker saga. Now, I still think there's plenty more to do in in, in Star Wars. Keep pumping out stuff. I'll watch it because I love (laughs) Star Wars stuff, you know, and I love the Skywalker saga. But, JB, like you said, and this was my answer is that I I think that we have this whole new era that has been provided to us, which is the High Republic era, and we have so much stuff to explore there. Yeah. And uh, we, we do see the high-level stuff. You know, we see some of the big notes within the timeline of, of uh, you know, phase one, right, through the adult novels. Um, and there's so much more, but you know what I'm saying, but the adult novels is kind of the main story but what would be very cool is to see a common person's viewpoint in the higher public era just to see what the life is like you know because from what i can tell in the books is that it's a very yes there, there's issues right there's there's denial and all these issues that they're facing and stuff but it's very bright it's very happy it's very you know it's, it's the height it's the golden era of the jedi mm-hmm. order the the golden era of the republic and uh, while there are issues, it just feels good. And so I think it would be very awesome to see the common person's viewpoint to see if that's actually still true. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Is that high level, feel good, bright, clean, awesome, golden era just on the high level for the high level people? Or is how, you know, is it different or is it the same? Does it trickle down to the commoners? You know, whatever. So anyway, there's a lot of. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But. 
I think it would be very cool. I think it'd be worthwhile to see this. Now, the last thing I will say before I turn it over to Drew is that, JB, the only thing I would say is that when we get a common person's viewpoint of something in a show or in a movie, the only reason that people are interested in that is because they're already interested in the subject matter. Everybody loves the original trilogy of Star Wars. Everybody who likes Star Wars loves that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think it's a pretty safe thing to say. That's what that that's the the start of it, start of it all. The only reason that you like it is because you got into it through that for to some degree. I mean, I know there's exceptions. But so I think it's safe to say that yes, Andor can work because people are already super invested, already super interested, so they want to see that. At this point, although I want it, I don't think that a common person's viewpoint of Higher Public would go over very well because I think not enough people are invested in it at this point. Right. The nerds like us, yeah, we like it, we want it. Uh, but I think as we get down the road with the Acolyte, as mm-hmm. we get down the road with other different things that are going to start to come out, then I think we can start to see, you know, think, hey, what about a common person's viewpoint in Higher Public? But I think it's going to have to take a little bit longer before we see that. So anyway, long-winded answer on that, but... Drew, what about you? Is there, uh, let me reread the question, but what other common person viewpoint would you like to get in a, in a show and would it be in a different era? Now, when you say common, are we talking like not a Jedi or? I'm saying mimicking like what we see in Andor where he's just a common person. Now he ends up becoming a figurehead, I suppose, in Andor, or, uh, excuse me, in mm-hmm. Rogue One and stuff. But at the end of the day, he was just a common person. Yeah, you know, he's okay. a thief. He's a whatever. You know, yeah, okay, like that. Um. So I think, I mean, I, I have to say, I agree with you quite a bit on. I think, you know, out of everything, the High Republic era, of course, is the one that is has been yet to be studied. Uh, you know, the the original era even the prequels at this point you know we've seen so much of right and they've, yeah they've showed us so much and and so i think the high republic is the most interesting to me yeah um, as far as eras go um when it comes to like what kind of person or what i want to to see you know i i, I <laughs> this is kind of a joke but also i'd probably watch it though it was like okay. if we had like the office style comedy. <laughs> oh, brother! <laughs> like, like have like an office yeah. setting, but Star Wars, and it's like a comedy, you know. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, as they're working in the office, though, like the big stuff happens in Star Wars, <laughs> like the, you know. Like, oh, the Death so, Star just blew up. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't know. I can't think of like a good joke. All the but, comedy yeah. in the show is also centered around the the events that are actually yeah. happening in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that actually would be pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I like, would watch that. You know, it'd be very slapstick, but like, yeah. um, but I think it would be kind of funny. But at the same time, you're getting this look at just the normal Joes that work in an office building, <laughs> which set is in Star yeah, Wars. Universe. I think that would be hilarious. Now, what's interesting is that, and you'd know this better than I would, I'm sure. 
um, because you probably read it. But there was this has kind of already been teased out a little bit. And I think it was either books or comics where there's two stormtroopers, right? And it's definitely legends, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah, two yeah, stormtroopers yeah. and they're idiots, basically. Uh-huh. And the, like the whole joke is that they're going around and they're just bumbling around, like big events happen in Star Wars, and they're just like, oh, here we are, and you know whatever. Yeah, they're always doing something stupid, but <laughs> yeah. it's set. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that even some some of the stupidity that they do actually, mm-hmm. actually triggers, triggers some of the yeah. events of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a stupid like. I don't even think it was. I don't even think legends treated it as like canon. it wasn't like canon. It was, it was like right. never meant to be canon. Yeah, yeah. No, and and I think it would be fun. To, I think it would be great to have some like just for fun, just you know for fun comedy style yeah. in Star Wars. Like, well, and people, and, you know, Star Wars has some comedy, but you know what I mean. Like, a, like an actual like actually comedy. delegate. Like, like, this is not supposed to be serious. This is right. not supposed to be you know. And you know, again, I'm not trying to get off on a tangent here, but there is no problem with humor. It's just when it's overdone and also when it's embedded in something serious is when it can be an issue, i.e. the this current phase of Marvel really they, struggles with this. Or it's like, uh, they fly now? Oh, that too. Yeah, they yeah. fly now? They fly now. Somehow, he's back. <laughs> you know, yeah. And it's like, listen, these are huge pivotal things in whatever series you're in, right? Star mm. Wars and Marvel. Like, Yes, there's nothing wrong with comedy. I love comedy. I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. But there's just times it's not appropriate. So when you can just say, hey, this show, this movie, it's not serious. It's not canon. It's not supposed to be tied to, you know, and this is just for laughs. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. It's just when it's tied into like serious You know, things. this is going off on a, on a tangent as well. I mean, because you mentioned the MCU and how <laughs> yeah, you yeah. haven't been a big fan of stuff they've done recently yeah uh and i i was listening to another podcast with christian harloff and he he said he wasn't a big fan of the guardians of the galaxy movies right and he said the reason was because they were just so like comedic all the time right, right. like everything yeah. had to be funny i love the Guardians of the galaxy yeah movies. but when you think of guardians of the galaxy you do think of like just one joke after another it is right? it's yeah just it's joke, a joke, joke, joke joke yeah. joke he said he went and watched the uh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Oof!" Right? Like, this it's is like, even worse. <laughs> it's like it's so just joke after joke, and and a lot of them don't even land. Right. And so he recently went back and rewatched. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now he loves them yeah. because he realized <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's actually a lot of heart into these exactly. movies. He's like, yes, exactly. there was a lot of jokes. He's like, but now that I've seen Thor: Love and Thunder and how yeah. that is oh, actually just literally flopped. just a yeah. joke fest with no heart. Yeah, he's like, now when I watch the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I actually find a lot of value. You in know, them. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like that IP or whatever you want to call it, like that that section of Marvel which is Guardians of the Galaxy, it was always supposed to be that. It was never supposed to be anything else other than joke, silly, goofy. Yes, there can be some serious moments or or some big action moments, but it's supposed to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's why you can get away with that, especially when you have good jokes, like you said, and they land, and they're not just... They're not jokes for a joke's sake. They're jokes that are made because it fits in that moment. But like like you said in... in Thor, yes, uh, Ragnarok was a little goofy, and even that goofiness, it was still fun, but, like, it's such a, like, flip 
even well, it, I'll get to this. It's such a flip from some of the previous Thor movies, especially like Dark World and different stuff like that. Where like Dark World was like it was no comedy. It was it was dark. It was gritty. It was battling. And even Chris Hemsworth himself even mentions this. He even says that like you know if we're gonna do more with Thor, it's going to have to be a change of pace for my own sanity or whatever. He's like he's like because it was such a big flip from original Thor, mm. Dark World, etc. to Ragnarok. And he's like, it was such a huge change. And he's like, and that really kept me going because it was something fresh. And he's like, but now this like funny joking stuff is just getting old and we right. need to revamp it again. Right. And so even he sees that. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Star Wars. But Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> we really yeah. got off on a tangent like, there. <laughs> really a tangent. Um yeah, I'm really trying to well, figure out why we were talking about that. Well, we were talking about comp- having a comedy show in Star Wars, and oh, then we kind of yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. got off on it. Really devolved there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was so far gone from where we started. So but. I guess okay. So I guess what my point. Oh, was, you're still gonna try to wrap it back around? Yes. Okay. Okay. So my point was is that things like that could work as long as you make it that. Like its sole purpose is it's supposed yeah, yeah, to be yeah. fun. Good job. Good job. So Good job. it can work for Star Wars. I think it could be really yeah. fun to have a comedy goofy non-serious show as long as you say hey this is supposed to be a goofy comedy series show yeah so anyway so um the game awards start in nine minutes oh! um so <laughs> so <laughs> uh so listen we're not so here's what we're gonna do we're not gonna go over every detail of the last two episodes of andor i'm sorry yeah. if, if you've joined in to try and hear that yeah. Um, because, you know, we haven't talked about it. And we did want to talk about it a little bit, but it's so far gone at this point to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, but very quickly, what are your final thoughts on Andor or what happened in the last two episodes? Yeah. Um, just to kind of wrap up this episode, you know, what was your thoughts? Overall, I, I my opinion has changed in t- how I enjoyed the show. Um, I, I Like some of my opinions have stayed the same. Some of it has changed. At first, I just didn't like the show. I just didn't like it. Uh, but now I would say like it is thoroughly a really good show. I I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was really it was heartfelt. Some of the things that I didn't really understand at the beginning tied into itself at the end and resolved. Mm-hmm. And some of the monologues or not some all of the monologues that we got were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So even the action as minimal as I kind of felt as it was, the action was good. Um, I still feel like it is hard for me personally to say that like this is a good Star Wars show, but I do think that it is a great show. Um, now, I do think in the end, it really started tying itself up into Star Wars a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I just wish it didn't take that long. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. And and I I really enjoyed it um, by, you know, when, it, when the show started, it had hesitations. By the end, I was completely sold on it. Yeah. I really, every, I back up everything you said as far as like how, you know, how well that acting is. The monologues are amazing and the, just uh, everything is such high level production. Um, the, I do think that where we, a couple of things that I thought would, would have to happen in this season actually didn't happen. Yeah. Such as I thought, Mon Mothma was gonna was gonna be kind of the start of the rebel leader type thing. Well, yeah, I thought she was gonna have to already like get kind of discovered and have to start making yeah. some changes, and that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and 
and then uh, I never could remember his name. <laughs> Which one? The the old the the old man. Yeah, Luthen. Luthen, thank you. Yeah, Luthen. Uh, you know he's still alive and well. I thought maybe he might have to die. Um, he is gonna die. Oh, he's gonna die. But he's gonna yeah. die in the second season, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, clearly they're saving all that stuff for the second season. All we really get here, <laughs> yeah, is that Andor is gonna. He's kind of officially kind of committed. In. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's committed. Yeah. He's gonna. He's gonna help, and and so that's where we leave off. Now, I think where this takes us into season two, I think season two is gonna be probably. I, I would imagine is going to be more interesting for you. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I imagine that a, a lot more of what we know of Star Wars has to link has to in, tie in right? has to tie in yeah. to this second season, right? Oh, yeah. For yeah, example, yeah. Bill Organa, he's got to be in it. He has to be. Yeah. I thought he might be even be in this one, but he's got to be in the second yeah. season. Yeah. Um, we got to see the rebellion really tra- starting to grow. And as we know, the in the second season, the arcs um, are going to, they're going to jump ahead like, a year every arc so we're gonna <laughs> yeah. see we're yeah. gonna see kind of like house of dragons type um growth within one season and uh and so i think that there's a lot of potential there yeah uh to get a lot of cameos to get a lot of sure. neat tie-ins right stuff yeah. like that um, there's definitely gonna be a, a a propensity for it to progress a lot mm-hmm. you know yeah. whereas in season one it felt kind of stale in moments and, and yeah, and I will, you know, give it back to you, but it's just like, I will say that it's funny that you mentioned that because I, it was one of those thoughts that I, I had in the back of my mind, but I didn't mm-hmm. know how to articulate it, but you say it well, is that like, there's things that really should have happened to give the stakes to this season that leads into season two. But like you said, it just, it just feels like why did they leave it so open in the air and that they're going to just shove this all into season two? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, yeah, I expected at least one of those things to happen, but they didn't. Some big catalyst. And then yeah. other, and so really it all came down to Andor committed, right? Andor decided I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm going to join. Yeah. I'm going to be a part of this rebellion. And, and um, so I th- I'm actually I'm very excited for a season two. I think yeah. there's tons yeah. of potential there. Sure, we'll see how much they rely on things we know, yeah, uh, versus things we don't or new things. We'll see. Um, but I think there's a ton of potential, um, and so I'm excited for it. And uh, I think, you know, we're probably gonna get in 2024, so we definitely gonna have some time uh, for so that we have to wait. But just lots of potential. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said at the end of the show, you know what I'm saying? If you just took it for what it is and you didn't think like, oh, it has to be this or it has to be that, or it this needs to happen so that th- other shows mm-hmm. blah blah blah. If you just said like I don't know anything about Star Wars and I just watched this show, it was a good show. Oh, and and I do have to give a shout out to the very end, the after credit scene, which was very cool. Yes, I, I remember watching um, it, but I don't remember. <laughs> well, it shows um, them building the Death Star. Death Star oh, being built, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were using those pieces that they that were they were, built. Inside, ah. that they were building inside of the. That was pretty kind of cool. poetic because yeah. the the thing the thing that he was in there building is what eventually is going to kill him. Yeah, and like the thing that he's fighting, he helped build. Oh, wow. yeah. oh my god! Yeah, no, the writing was 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 really great, and and here's the thing. I do think that that if we could get that kind of writing and something that was a little more rooted and tied into what 
we know as Star Wars, I think that would be so amazing. So amazing. And again, I'm not trying to discredit the show because, again, I know I've said that, like, well, it doesn't feel like a great Star Wars show. And I, I still believe that. But I don't want to say that to discredit the show because, again, I'm very impressed. Genuinely, I'm very impressed with the show. Um, and 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 in terms of how you would rate it or review it, as a, as, like, critically, it's great. I mean, again... the there's there's not really many negative things I can say about the show itself, other than that it just started off really slow. And again, I think that's more of a creative choice. But I think that they probably lost a lot of people in that first three episodes. Yeah. But uh, overall, I really I really did enjoy the show. By the end of it, I thought like uh, yeah, I enjoyed watching that, and I'm excited to see what they do in season two mm-hmm. and how they pull it in and and yeah. lead to Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, with that stated, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of this wild ride known wow, as Jedi wow, Eternal, right. you know. Um, again, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We apologize for our absence, uh, but due to outside things, we just really couldn't help it. So, we hope that you continue to join us. You know, we hope that you have a awesome holiday season and, uh, you know, hope everybody's just blessed and having a good time. We thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, we're going to continue to try to post and, and keep uh, up on our social medias as much as we can. So if you wouldn't uh, mind and if you'd be so kind to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and I guess Twitter, not really, uh, <laughs> for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more, uh, we're going to try to keep up on that. And so it'll be awesome to see you guys on there. And then also we or like I said, on whatever you're listening on, but uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we are on YouTube. YouTube, uh, so we can actually post our um, we actually post our episodes on our YouTube channel. So it'd be a little easier to share with some of you people who don't really listen to podcasts. So that'd be awesome. Uh, but for those places such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, if you wouldn't mind, leave us a review. We would love to uh, see what you guys think. And if it's a good review uh, or bad, doesn't matter. But if it's a good review, it does help us. And uh, you know, when we try to get sponsors and things like Dark Horse trying to give us comics and books and yeah, all the good stuff. So. If you wouldn't mind, we would really appreciate it. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi. Bye.